Hello, and welcome to another edition of Chamber Chat Live, brought to you by the Tri-County Chamber of Commerce, dedicated to building communities, creating connections, and supporting commerce. Special thanks to our sponsor, Tim Hillert and Simply PEO. From workers' compensation to human resources support, Simply PEO is the employer's champ. Special thanks as well to our host, Bill Vitiello, representing the Victory Bank. And now, on to our program. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Chamber Chat Live here with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Institutional and Business Development Manager from the Victory Bank. Thank you so much for tuning in today, whether you're listening on the podcast or you're watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube, maybe, uh, or possibly even catching us on the replay. We sincerely appreciate you, uh, again, just consuming the content. Uh, it's really important that we connect this way, uh, especially nowadays. But before we start, there's a few folks that I would like to thank uh, as part of this Chamber Chat Live process, and that is Drew Griffin from Delicious Marketing. Drew, thank you so much for doing behind the scenes. We'd like to thank the Chamber for continuing their support of Chamber Chat Live, Eileen and Danielle, with all the scheduling. We also like to thank uh, Simply PEO, our sponsor. They are the Employer's Champ. I feel like there's be some like some music with that or something. <laughs> Employer's Champ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and we like to thank the good students over at the Communicating Arts and Production Group from the Montgomery County Community College who were kind enough to do the intro and the outro. I was saying to Drew earlier, we, we might actually have them on at some point. I think it's uh, that would be cool to, to get them going. But uh, so my, my guest today, um, you know, these are two folks that I've met before, uh, which is great because uh, the podcast or the Chamber Chat Live brings folks together that I've never met and folks that it's great to talk to again. So my guests today uh, are Kevin Gaines. Kevin is the Chief Investment Officer and Stephanie McCullough, she is the president at American Financial Management Group. Hi, guys. Welcome to Chamber Chat Live. Hi, Bill. How are you? Thanks, Bill. Excited to be here. Doing good. So um, I was looking at your backgrounds. You guys are actually at the office here? We are. Yes. Nice. Nice. So uh, so I know we've, uh, again, we've talked a, a number of different times, and we're going to talk about a few different topics today. I know some are going to be very educational um, and others are, are just going to be us, um, you know, kind of tell, telling us about ourselves personally. So let's start there. Um, let's start with you, Kevin, since you're uh, in my left block there, I guess you'd say. All right. <laughs> um, so uh, so tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, go ahead. I'll just let you take it from there. Uh, Kevin Gaines, like you said, Chief Investment Officer at AFMG. Uh, been doing this for crime as long as I've <laughs> had, as long as I've been an adult. Uh, which I don't know, says I either love what I would do or I can't think of anything better to do. Uh, but either way, uh, happy to be on here again. Uh, had a great time doing it last time. So uh, happy to reach out and be able to talk about what we're doing at AFMG and uh, hopefully, you know, connect and help people do more with their uh, retirement save their retirement planning and uh, figuring out how to live their uh, second half of their life. Yeah. So, so Kevin was on our podcast before, which was the audio uh, only piece, um, but he's now on for video. So uh, here he is. He's got the professional microphone and everything. And we're going to talk about yeah. that in a second. Um, yeah. That's all we're going to talk about is the microphone. microphone. 
We, well, we you were on the microphone. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so Stephanie, how about you? Please introduce yourself. Yes. Hi, everyone. Stephanie McCullough. I have been, this was a career change for me moving into financial planning, but that was 23 years ago. So I've been around the block a couple times. I have two kids who, believe it or not, are actually in college. My freshman went off to the dorm, but we have to move him out before Thanksgiving for three months. So I got to adjust to being an empty nester for three months, and then I'm going to have to adjust back to having them back at home for three months. So wish me luck. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? It's just, it's typical 2020, right? Like just having to just shift and move and do whatever you need to, to make things function. But um, so, so let's, let's talk about obviously what you both do for a living and, and how you help folks. And Kevin, I'll throw this first question to you and it's a very blanket question. So kind of take it wherever you feel you need to take it. Um, what's going on right now? <laughs> like how do, how do we look at, how do we look at 2020? And how do we look ahead uh, as to what might be coming in the future? I know you have your crystal ball on order, but it hasn't come in yet. Yeah, I do. It, it's been on back order for uh, about uh, 25 years now. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> but do your keep best. hoping one day it's going to show up. Uh, it's And this is really hard for people to mentally accept, including a lot, a lot of us in this industry. Uh, the best way to treat 2020 is, generally speaking, ignore it. Uh, for a lot of us, it's because we focus on planning, not day trading or, you know, trying to find the next hot stock or mutual fund to buy. We're definitely looking longer term. 2020, will, yes, it has impacted some people, you know, layoffs or unfortunately, you know, changes in the family structure, shall we say. Uh, but for a lot of us, it's really not going to change our long term goals. Yes, the markets have gone down and gone back up and interest rates have done this and that. But overall, most of our goals really haven't changed. We still want to retire in 10, 15, five years, depending on who we are. That hasn't changed. So don't make any radical decisions just because of something in the headlines, whether you like the headline or not, it doesn't need to create a reaction necessarily for you. Okay. Yeah, that's that's great advice. Uh, Stephanie, I'm, I'm going to ask you, so Kevin kind of gave us the broad 2020, but I actually want to get into 2020 a little bit. Um, how are you navigating your clients through 2020? So all this hit back in March, I think is when it really you know first started. We've been going through it in the summer. We're now through the fall. It continues. So how are you helping your clients through that? What type of advice are you giving them? Yeah, you know, the first thing is is communicating, right? Reaching out and and saying, how are you? Like, no, really, I want to know. How are you doing? How's your health? How's your family? What's going on? If you're still working, you know, how's your job situation? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling secure? Because although Kevin's right, you know, big picture, hopefully this is a blip in the long-term plan. It's still, it, it, it's real. We're living through it. So, we want to hear how people are are managing um, because that drives everything that we recommend. You know, people will say, oh, what should I do? And our answer is always, it depends, right? And then we mm -hmm. ask seven questions. So getting clear on, you know, maybe the job doesn't feel as secure anymore. Okay, well, that would mean, okay, maybe you're going to retire, whatever that might look like, before you thought, how do we adjust things in that scenario, you know, maybe 
money that we thought was long-term money isn't anymore, or it might not be. So those are the kinds of things that can affect your investment strategy. Um, I'll say one of the things that that clients are more willing to talk about, sadly, is, is the risks, right? The what could go wrong to blow up the plan, whether it's maybe I do need that life insurance or tell me again about long-term care and, and long-term care insurance. How does that work? So I, I am having more conversations about that kind of stuff, which I think is good. You need to put that in place before you, before you need it. Yeah. And, and I think you're right. I think the ultimate goal here is to have more conversations. In fact, I just spoke with somebody this morning who asked me a question about investing and, you know, I'm not a licensed investor. Right. And I said, do you have a plan? He's like, I do not. I'm like, we need to, we need to get you a plan. <laughs> like you need, you need to talk to somebody. So, uh, so you're right to, to, I think kind of navigate these, you need somebody trusted who you can reach out to and, and just bounce these scenarios off of, right? Like it's yeah. one of those things. So um, Kevin, you're a, you're a fairly local guy, right? I am, uh, live in Pots, well, live in Sanatoga. Mm -hmm. uh, normally say Pottstown, but <laughs> for chamber chat. So yeah, Sanatoga people know where that is. Uh, you know, we have our main office down here in Berwyn. So I get the, you know, the, uh, uh, how would you say it? The opportunity to travel 422 Mm -hmm. every morning and afternoon, which as many of us know, is one of the more fun aspects of <laughs> living where we do. Sure. But, sure. Uh, you know, and then, you know, especially with COVID end up working from home more often than not, which, you know, it's nice. It's, you know, not driving 422 again. So yeah. I'll definitely Wait. promote that. But I also know you, you've been flexible with, you know, um, meeting clients either via Zoom or by phone, like whatever their preference is, really. Right. Right. And we, we've always been flexible on that because, you know, everybody has their own schedule. You know, a lot of people work nine to five. You know, you can't take off in the middle of the day to go see your financial advisor. What one, I guess, silver lining from everything that's happened in the last six months is more people are comfortable using Zoom and other type of uh, products like that, that it's, they're more comfortable having these conversations instead of thinking, oh no, I've got it, we've got to be in person. And, you know, it's easier to schedule and just have a quick conversation with people. Yeah. And Stephanie, where are you from, please? I live in Bryn Mawr. Okay. Um, went to Radnor High School. So I'm a, a Delco person. Nice. By, by birth and Okay. Growing up. Nice. So, so, you know, as, as a, as a host here, I can sit there and ask a gazillion questions, right? I'm sure there's things that people are curious about different scenarios on how to handle, um, you know, what might, again, might be in the future or something like that. But you guys have actually been quite entrepreneurial in your thought process um, through all this. And you've actually started a podcast. Am I correct? Yes. That's right. Okay, so um, I guess I'll turn it over to Stephanie first. Stephanie, you want to tell me a little bit about the podcast, please? Sure. It was, you know, kind of in the idea phase for a long time. As you remember, <laughs> we had a lunch with you a long time ago, I think, and, and you were yeah. very helpful in kind of, you know, making it, it seem less impossible than it kind of does. To, it we just like listened forever and a day ago. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. We actually got together in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. That thing. <laughs> but we, we were looking for a way to, you know, our whole thing is trying to make financial things and money and investing less overwhelming, less like a, a kind of a topic for only, you know, experts and people who went to business school. Like that is not 
the way it is. We all have to deal with money, like it or not. It's a reality of our world. So how can we make the information available, accessible, and hopefully enjoyable? Um, so we came out with Take Back Retirement uh, a couple months ago now. We've, I think we've got six or seven episodes out there in the world trying to get them out twice a month and really focused on talking to women, which is kind of my you know area of focus, um, who are looking towards whatever retirement might look like with some anxiety and feeling like, oh, shoot, I should start thinking about this now. What, How do I kind of even frame the thoughts and the questions? Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to ask you about that, too, because um, working with women specifically. So tell me why you gravitate towards working with women. I, and I, I know you'll meet with anybody, but the focus is more on women. So why that focus? For me, when I first started in the industry, I was in charge of working on the retirement plan at a hospital. And I would go up quite a few times a week and meet all people from all different shifts. And, you know, when you think about it, it makes sense. Some vast majority of the employees at a hospital are women. You know, I'm not talking the C-suite. There mm -hmm. was maybe one woman there. Um, and when I was there, most of the physicians were men. But then nurses and on down, mostly were women. So I was having one-on-one -on -one meetings with a ton of women who either had outsourced the financial stuff to a man in their life who may or may not have done a good job or might have run off, you know, um, or they like they avoided the whole topic because they just felt it was too kind of scary or they trusted somebody in our industry who didn't necessarily do the right thing, you know, sold them something, got a big commission and never answered the phone again, which just makes me so angry. So that was kind of percolating in my mind. And then the hospital fired us. So I was like, huh. I, I have some time and this is the thing I've been thinking about, you know, trying to to put together a focus on making this more approachable for women. So that was the opportunity. Nice. So I've listened to a few of your episodes um, so far, and, and I have to tell you, you guys do a really nice job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's very so. And I think I might have even gave you some feedback in, in you know, my yes. email that. You know, it's it, you can tell you have an outline like there's an agenda of what you want to talk about, but yet there's enough for your um, your own personal feedback and, you know, kind of interjecting your thoughts into that, which is very organic. I think um, it's great for a listening audience because it keeps us on track of the episode. There's a lot of podcasts on there that will sit there and go for two hours and all of a sudden you just, you're completely lost. You're like, wait a second, wh wh where was I at? You know, right. but um, you guys do a really nice job of organizing um, those episodes. So from a listener perspective, uh, thank you. So what are, what were, you know, just like we've, we've all been challenged with, you know, things in 2020, what are, what have been some of the challenges um, with the podcast? If you don't mind answering that. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, uh, I would say it's, Getting guests has been uh, an adjustment because, uh, you know, we were planning on when we're first doing this. It's like, well, we we'll have people come in, we'll sit around and we'll have a conversation. Uh, now that's you know not as practical. So we're, you know, doing this stuff remotely, kind of like we, we do here. You know, we're watching each other on the camera and trying to uh, interact. And we've gotten a fairly good result. Uh, but the advantage of that is it's allowed us to reach further out for people that we want to talk to, who's going to be able to give, you know, particular insights, the stuff that we can only talk about in a general sense. So, you know, it does make it in one hand, like I said, some inconvenience, but it's also been uh, uh, advantageous <laughs> mm -hmm. 
to uh, inc you know increase flexibility. Uh, the other thing is uh, there's you know more demand for people's attention because everybody's used to you know in their downtime is you know we're watching more podcasts or YouTube videos and things like that. So you know we're not as unique as we may have been just 12 months ago. So you know we have to do more to I guess you know stand out, which gets back to your comment about you know us allowing personality to come through because you know the biggest challenge in talking about financial planning is you know people you know it might be intimidated by it might be scared but most of all they're bored by it you know you know stephanie and i are kind of outliers that you know we enjoy this stuff and we can talk about it for hours so you know we, we try to inject a little bit of uh humor sure. into it just you know keep things light you know because it is it is a serious topic and it does create a lot of stress for people and you know, if we can do something to educate, but also take down that stress level for people, then, you know, we, we've done our job. Yeah. Well, I, and I would ask Drew, uh, Drew Griffin, if you have a moment to pull up their website. But uh, in the meantime, I wanted to talk about um, one of the things that you, Drew, if you could actually go through the website, because um, I wanted to point out something, if you don't mind. Um, <clears throat> I, when we were during, you know, in the middle of the lockdown and all that stuff, you guys were actually doing a coffee and conversation type of Zoom event, which I thought was really cool because this, you know, you saying that you are people, 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 persons, person, people, <laughs> you saying that you're that and, um, <clears throat> you know, actually doing it or, you know, doing it is another thing. So the coffee and conversation was great. I know I attended, I think, at least two of them and we had a great time just just kind of bantering and, and talking about there. But um, we're, we're currently on the website here and I know that you can click on any one of these. So if you're if you're in a situation where you're just like, hey, I, I have, you know, um, have a thing on investment management, a question on there and it, uh, regarding taxes, like you click on that and that kind of navigates you just at least through some initial thoughts that you may want to gather before you connect with Kevin or Stephanie. And then also over the blog section over there too, I know there was some um, useful things on the blog where again, here, anticipate re policy, retirement changes, COVID-19, why does my um, investment risk, risk change? So there's, some, so, so there's a lot of resources on this website um, that you can go to, uh, to at least again, start that thought process start the conversation. Perhaps you're even, perhaps you have a financial advisor and somebody has been advising you for a long time and you're looking for some sort of different angle or, you know, I won't say a second opinion, but a second opinion, essentially, yeah. you know, Kevin and Stephanie would be a great resource for you guys to connect with um, in order to do that. So, um, so thanks Drew for pulling that up. I appreciate it. Uh, so we have a few more minutes left here. Uh, I guess we'll go with you first, Kevin. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience that, um, that you want to share? <laughs> well, the biggest thing I, I want to tell people is, you know, kind of what we said in the beginning is don't overreact to whatever you think is going on. I mean, it might be important and you might need to make some changes, but just don't change for the sake of changing because you saw some headline or 
something on CNBC saying, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Uh, just remember most people who are putting out this advice, they're not necessarily giving bad advice, but they're speaking to a very general audience that, and it may or may not be pertinent to your situation. So, uh, you know, to use the old phrase, you know, look before you leap would be the biggest thing. And, you know, if you have questions, you know, don't be scared to reach out to us. You know, we'll be happy. You know, you don't necessarily have to be a client. I mean, we're not going to give you, you know, a fine, you know, a full blown financial plan just because you called them and said, hey, write me one up. But you got a quick question or something because there's a lot of confusing things out there. More than happy to talk you know, try to clear, clarify, you know, a particular point for you. Yeah, I can, I can second that. I know I've called you on several occasions <laughs> asking you for some, you know, uh, suggestions or clarification on something and you've been extremely helpful. So, yes. if that's, so thank you. So Kevin means what he says. You can pick up the phone and call either Kevin or Stephanie and they'll uh, be happy to answer a question for you. Um, Stephanie, any last thoughts from you, please? My uh, big advice to everyone is always, uh, you know, I feel like so many people get stuck on the money stuff because they feel like they're supposed to know this stuff. They're supposed to somehow have figured it out. But no one taught me in school. Most people I talked to didn't learn this stuff in school. A lot of our families either didn't talk about money or, you know, maybe weren't the best role models. And it's still not polite to talk about with your friends. So how the heck are we supposed to have learned it? So I think, you know, we got to let ourselves off the hook that way. And my big motto is always you don't have to know the answers. You have to know the questions to ask and have the guts to ask them. So get comfortable asking questions, you know, whether it's of your spouse or partner, like, hey, what the heck do we have in our retirement plan? Or, you know, what's the situation with the credit cards? Um, ask the questions when things hopefully are calm so that, you know, if if a crisis does occur, you've already kind of started the conversation. I think that's always helpful. Yeah, that's a great point. A great point by both of you. Thank you so much. Sure. Uh, we will put Kevin and Stephanie's contact information in the show notes, along with their podcast. You have to at least listen to <laughs> one episode, at least. Um, I have a feeling you'll listen to more, but um, their podcast is is very good. And um, I'm sorry, I guess maybe Stephanie, what platforms is your podcast available on, please? I think it's on all the places. I think it's, you know, it's on Spotify. Uh, I listen on the uh, Google Podcasts app. It's on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think it's in all the places. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Wherever you get your favorite podcast at, exactly. right? <laughs> including Chamber Chat Live. Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, thank you both for being a guest today. Greatly appreciate it. If you'd hang on for just a moment, um, I'm going to give our networking tip of the day or yes, of the day. Um, so we're a very short time away from Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving tends to be a, a time where you kind of look back and you're thankful for a lot of things. This year is going to be difficult, but I think we can also be thankful for a lot of things. And when I when I think about the things I'm thankful for in relation to the chamber and to the people around me, I'm just thankful that people like Kevin and people like Stephanie exist in my network that I can reach out to them for that question. And I'm thankful for the exchanges and the interactions that we've had. I've been thankful for the invitations that I've gotten. Um, so I would encourage you if you maybe just again, I, I've given some high numbers before, like, you know, a dozen people to reach out to. But maybe if you just take three, just take three people and reach out to uh, those three folks and just say what you're thankful for. 
um, and thankful for the relationship. I think that's really important and goes a long way uh, in further building uh, trust and a rapport with one another. So um, that's my networking tip. You know, we always like to give you as much as we can here at the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. So Kevin and Stephanie, thank you once again. Say thank you once again. Yep, thank you. <laughs> so, thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Yes, thanks, Drew. So thanks, everybody, for yep. tuning, tuning into this edition of Chamber Chat Live. My name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Institutional and Business Development Manager with the Victory Bank. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank Bye. you for tuning in. Please like, turn on notifications, subscribe, or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com.